Bokatov, Shavuatov. Today's staff is Nafim Basin, Baba Kamas, we learned for Achenu Kobesi Shalom Asun Matsarva Shivya. Now, the Mishnah, this Mishnah on Basin Banal that we're starting with, really, it's a continuation of yesterday's Mishnah. So let's take a quick look back on Aleph Amaral for yesterday's Mishnah. Borshal Shnei Shutfin. You have a board that belongs to two people. Now, how can it belong to two people? Well, if it's uh, it's possible that it's uh, that they own the property together, right? Um, so and then the, they dug a bore in that property. And then, as we said, they were mafter the area around it. So it belonged to those two guys. That's what you have. But basically you have, or, or it could be in Rosh Hashanah, and they both dug it together. But you have a board that belongs to two people. Overall, of a reason. The first guy finished using it. He finished using it, and he sort of said, he handed over the shovel. The Gemara says he handed over the cover to the second guy. Overall, Rishon Velok said he didn't cover it, but he gave it over. If he covered it, then he's no longer responsible. But he gave it to the second guy. Vashani looks at the second guy used it and didn't cover it. Vashani Chayev. The second guy here is negligent because the first guy gave him the cover. And he said, okay, you want to use it now? Fine. Here's the cover. When you're finished, use it. Uh, finish, cover it up. And the second guy didn't cover it up. The second guy is Chayev. Now, we bet, now we're on our mission on Nunbeis and Olive. He saw a Rishon. The first guy covered up a Vashani and the second guy came. Even though the first guy, the first owner, again, partners, there were two partners, number one and number two. Number one covered it up. And then, but when number two came to use it, the next day, he found that it was exposed. And it was the, the cover had come off or had uh, fallen apart. The Loki saw and the second guy didn't cover it up. So Ashani Chai the same idea. The second guy is Chai because the second guy is responsible. Now, the first guy covered it up. The second guy didn't use it. Uh, when he came, he found it uncovered. So, uh, but he found it that way, he should have covered it up. What about the first guy? Uh, he, you know, the second guy should be no more responsible for than the first guy because the first guy covered it up. The second guy didn't uncover it. He found it that way. So, but if he found it that way, he should cover it up now. If the first guy, uh, if, if a period of time passes, enough time for the first guy to have been there also, he's also responsible. So tomorrow we'll discuss that. He saw Karoy. Let's say you covered it up properly. In other words, it was a good cover. It shouldn't shouldn't have uh, nobody should have fallen in there. No animal should have fallen. Kisau karoi v'nafal tochu shor chamor. Again, remember the pasuk says kiyichra ishpor kiyiftach ishpor or kiyichra ishpor v'nafal shama shor o chamor. It says a shor chamor. Any animals, but the point is shor chamor shor chamor shor excludes human beings. Shor chamor we darshin shor shor velo adam chamor velo kalim. Uh, those are the things that you're responsible for. They fall in there, but other things not. The person falls in there, he should have recognized it. And based on the Pasuk, you're not responsible for Kalim. Kalim are all kinds of accessories. Okay, so he says, let's say you covered it up well enough that it should have held. And a shore Hamor fell in there, Mace, your Pasuk, because you did your job. You covered it up properly. Then something else happened. We'll see what, what could have happened. A Loki soccer, if you didn't cover it up properly, then obviously you're responsible. Somebody fell in there, that's a classic case. That doesn't seem to be much of a chiddush, but it completes out the idea that if you covered it up properly, you're not responsible. If you didn't cover it up responsibly, uh, uh, properly, you are responsible. Let's say you had a pit and you the animal didn't fall, just fall into your pit. Uh, the, there was an animal walking by the pit and somebody was in the pit digging it further. You had dug a pit. Somebody came in to widen it, to deepen it. Somebody was playing around there, or he was digging maybe uh, nearby, but he was there was a noise there, and the animal fell in. Nothing of the fun of me, meaning the animal was frightened. 
and he fell in, you're Chayev. Now, this is a Bechidish too. Why are you Chayev? Who should be Chayev? The guy who made the noise digging? That's called Grumma. We have a lot of noises here with digging and cars and things like that. But that's only considered, you can't hold them responsible. That's considered only a Grumma, an indirect damage. Still, you're Chayev, as we'll see. The Gemara is going to explain this is a reason why you're Chayev. After all, here, it wasn't the pit that caused him to fall. It was the noise that caused him to fall into the pit. So Rashi says, neither one of them should really be Chayev. That's his point. Neither one of them should be Chayev. Um, it's only an indirect damage. And as we said, if you know you blow into somebody's ear, you're and they should both be but still the Gemara's gonna explain your why is the why is the owner of the pit responsible? Even though it wasn't the pit, he didn't just fall into the pit by accident. He was caused to fall into the pit by the by being frightened by an outside noise. You're still chayev like Rav Nussan's Russia. We'll see that tomorrow. Mission, we've mentioned it before. That even though you're not yourself or not 100% chayev, but if you can't collect from the other guy because the other guy was indirect, you can collect from the bal habor, from the owner of the bor. Let's say the animal fell backwards. Now, the Gemara's going to hold discussion: uh, Is he fell backwards into the pit or fell backwards near the pit? In other words. As, as he, because he was frightened by the noise, he tripped on the rim of the pit and he fell backwards outside of the pit. You call it from the from the noise of the digging, then you're potter. So we're going to machlokas. Did he fall into the pit backwards or did he fell or did he fall outside of the pit while you're potter? And the push of is like Shmuel that <clears throat> that he fell outside the pit. Then you're potter. He didn't fall in the pit. Nafalatocho shorvekev. A shore and all his accessories fell in. They broke. By a shore, a shore has usually got a yoke on its back or some sort of a, uh, a plowing implement. And uh, so it broke. Or Hamor of a Caleb and Iskaru. A Hamor fell in with his accessories. Here he says tearing, because usually a donkey usually has like, you know, a saddle or, or a blanket or something of that sort, more material things that can tear. Whereas with a shore, we're talking about really plowing instruments that can, that can uh, break. In all those cases, as we said before, you're chayv for behema shor v'lorim chamar v'lo kelim nafotach a shor cheres shotav a cotton. Let's say a shor. Now here he says, what does that mean? The shor cheres shotav a cotton. Does that mean the shor of a cheres shotav a cotton? Well, nafotach a shor cheres shotav a cotton, or does it mean uh, a shor that belongs to a cheres shotav a cotton? So even if you say it belongs to a shor cheres shotav a cotton, you're chayv. Why would it be? Why would you think otherwise, right? A shore of a chayev, anybody's shore falls in there, your chayev. Maybe it means a shore which is a cherish shota or cotton. The shore itself is cherish shota or cotton. Your chayev, we'll see, we'll talk about that. Ben Obas, Evero Ama Potter, any human being, even if it's a child, Ben Obas, a young boy, young girl, or an Evet or an Ama, she will say Shifra because Evet is like Ama, usually kind of use Lashna Ama Ibriya. Here we're talking about. And have a kind in all those cases you're potter because even though the person doesn't have any is not uh, intelligent and that that's exactly so we mentioned to mention many ideas over here and first we're going to talk about the idea that if it was owned by two people what's the responsibility the mission said if the first guy handed it over to the first second guy and said, "Here's the lid, it's your, it's your, it's yours now," so the first mission said the second guy's chayev if he didn't cover it up properly. That was the first mission yesterday. Hasheni Loki saw the Shani's chayev. Here also he said the Shani's chayev. The first guy covered it up. 
Second guy found it uncovered. So the first guy is not not negligent, nor is the second guy. And now the second guy was there and he didn't cover it. He's high. What about the first guy? He did cover it up, but you know, maybe somebody moved it. A manhole cover or whatever, a pit or some whatever it was. It's your pit. You have to, you're responsible to make sure that nothing happened to it. Whether you learned that it was in your Rishus and the area around it was Hefker or it was in the Rishus Arabim itself. However, you learn, we talked about the Machlokas of Bishmon or Bikiva, uh, but the first guy, okay, he covered it up, but, how, you know, does that mean he's, he's set forever? Amarav, it's enough, enough time. He's only, he's only putter. He's only absolved the responsibility until such time that he should know about it. In other words, until he found out about it. Um, if, the, if, the second guy, if the first guy came back and he found it exposed, he would also be chayev. Uh, they know that it's Megula, then it's responsible for both of them. Words, if the first guy covered it up, the second guy saw it exposed and didn't do anything. But then the first guy also walked by and saw it exposed. They're both responsible to cover it up. So enough time for him to, to know once he should have known about it. Fine. Even if he wouldn't know, but others would tell him. He would be informed by other people. It's probably less time. And not enough time to just know about it. Okay. Oh, it's exposed. I better hire some workers. You know, they're they're off now. They're not. It's a holiday. I can't get anybody to, uh, you know, cut down some wood and uh, cover it up with wood, etc. Those things usually were covered with wood. Enough time for him. For him to be told that it's exposed and he should, and hire workers and they would cut down some cedars and cover it up and there's enough time for him to take care of the problem. Otherwise, until that time, he's putzer. He's only responsible once he should have known about it and was informed or was informed about it and didn't take care of it. So the Mishnah said very simply, if you covered it up, your pit, right? It says right? If you if you dig a pit and you didn't um, you didn't cover it up properly, uh, then you're responsible. So then you have to pay. So the mission says very simply: if you covered it up properly and some and an animal fell in, then you're putter. Okay. So what does it mean? Says If you covered it up properly, how did an animal fall in there? <laughs> you know. The fact that an animal fell in sounds like you didn't cover it up properly, right? Because if you covered it up properly, and despite that, an animal fell in, you're responsible. Uh, how did he fall in if you covered it up properly? Isn't by definition properly means that an animal cannot fall in there? I'm going to read this like We're going to have this again. The uh, the wood cover that you put on there rotted. It rotted. Okay. We'll see. Maybe there's a hot minute that you should have checked constantly. Okay. But that's considered the... Uh, if if um, you you had a proper cover, but over time it disintegrated, it decayed, it rotted away. Okay, that's what happened. So you're not responsible because initially you did put on a proper cover. Here comes the questions. Let's say you covered up with something that could withstand oxen. Camels are bigger, larger, heavier, and they wouldn't be able to withstand that. And camels came and they weakened the cover. And then the and then the oxen fell in there. In other words, it was uh, oxen were more common to be found in the in the area, and uh, gemalim were not so common. You covered it up with a cover that was strong enough to withstand oxen, but not strong enough to withstand gemalim. 
And now gamalim came along, camels came along, and they weakened it. And then the oxen fell in. My, what would you say there? Did you do a proper job in your potter or not? Amri said, let's let's analyze this. Hey, chidami, what, what's the case? If you know camels are there also, if it's a com, it's common, it's frequent, that the that, that, uh, uh, camels also frequent that area, and you only covered it up with something that would withstand the, the weight of oxen, Koshe, you're negligent. Of course you're responsible. Why should you be put? In other words, you didn't put up a proper cover. Why is it called the proper cover? If camels are there and you only put a cover that's uh, that's going to be good enough for oxen, so uh, you shouldn't. You should be responsible. You're negligent. And if it's not common for camels to frequent that area, honestly, it's an accident. It's against your. It was something beyond your control. You don't expect. There's no reason why you would expect mom there. It's like on our street here. Do you expect uh, oxen or camels to walk down the street? It's not common, so you couldn't you couldn't have anticipated that. So what's what's the issue? Uh, what's what's this case over here where we say you covered it up with something that's good enough for oxen, not good enough for camels? Camels came in weakened in and weakened it, and then oxen fell in. Uh, are you responsible or not? Camels come from time to time, but not frequently. Me, I mean, do you say keep us in the park? Since they come once, once in a while, Poshehu, you are negligent. You should have thought about that maybe camels do come. Once in a while, they do come here. So you should have put on a stronger cover. Since right now they're not here, there's oxen all over the place, but there's very few camels. You don't see camels here much. Honestly, it's considered an accident. So that's the question that was raised here. Uh, raised here. After we explained the Mishnah is talking about a case, our Mishnah, which says that you're not responsible, well, you put on a proper cover, and then it, it, it rotted over time. But what about this case where you didn't anticipate the, the camels. You did anticipate oxen, but the camels came and weakened it. And then oxen fell in there. What would you say there? Tashma. So let's prove it. Look at our Mishnah. What's our Mishnah talking about? If you had, if you had a cover that was fit, that would have held both for oxen and for camels, how did he fall in there? You had a proper cover that could withstand both the weight of oxen and camels. How did he fall in there? El Alav must be, El Alav, Karoy Lishvarim, Velo Karoy Ligma, must be that it was strong enough for animal, for oxen, but not for camels. But still, if, it, if it's common for camels to walk there, why you putter? Why you putter? The Mishnah says that you're putter. You put it something that's a proper cover. How proper was it? If it's proper for all animals, let's say, how did the animal fall in? Must be that it was proper for oxen, wasn't strong enough for camels. Okay, and if the camels walk by there, why, if it's common, why are you putter? Poshay, you're negligent. If camels don't come there, of course you're you're not responsible. You didn't expect camels to come there. El alav, the us in the prok must be our case where they come from time to time. But also, camels came in, we could bust the farm and and they came in the Brittany putter. And you still you put the alma keep in the hashdeleka. Since there are no camels right now, you're considered an accident. So this proves our question. If if camels came that you couldn't, you didn't anticipate the animal, the camels, and they came and they weakened it, and then oxen fell in. You're still potter because that's considered an accident. Alma keep in the hashdeleka. Since there's no camels here now, no proof. The truth is that it was fit. You put in a cover. It's not a cover that wasn't good enough for camels. And despite that, despite that, it wasn't good enough for camels. And because of that, the camels ruined it. And then the animal fell in. Still, you say a potter. No. 
the, the, the cover you put in was proper for oxen and camels. How did it fall? Like it rotted. The, the cover you put in was initially good for any weight, any animals. Elephants could have come there and it would have held. But here what happened was over time, the, the cover rotted away. Okay, so you can't prove. Tashma, let's prove it from the end, from the safer part of the Mishnah. Loki Sokro, if you didn't cover it properly enough, more an animal fell in. What's the case? If it wasn't fit, wasn't strong enough to withstand any animals. So of course you're high. Of course. You didn't you didn't put in a proper cover. It's like you covered up with plastic and an animal just fell, a dog would fall in. It must be that it was fit for ox and wasn't fit for camels. In our case, if it's common for animals to, for camels to come there, uh, you're you're negligent, and of course you're responsible. If, you're, if the camels are not frequent, uh, do not come frequently there. Again, it's an accident. Must be that they come from time to time. And again, the camels came and they weakened it. And the oxen came and fell in there. And you see, so you see, since they come from time to time, you're Poshea. Before we said it must be that it's it's a proof that you're not Poshea. The Gemara says, no, the reason that your putts are over there is because you put in a proper a proper cover that can withstand anything, but it rotted over time. Here we say you're Chayev, and maybe it's the same kind of a case where you put in a cover which was good enough for oxen, not good enough for camels. Camels came and ruined it, and the oxen fell in. And you say, since they come from Poshay, you should have anticipated that sometimes camels could come there. You should have anticipated, should have thought that maybe they'll come, and therefore you're right. Well, it is speaking about where it's fit for oxen, but not fit for camels. And animals normally do come. Uh, if that's, it's obvious. If, if camels come there, uh, frequent that place, and you didn't put in a cover that's strong enough for camels, obviously you're you're The Bach takes out the whole olam and all that. It's the very same reason. No, the safe is just mentioned. Since the ratio, since the first part talked about if you if you had a proper cover, you're putter. So the safe also says if you have an improper cover, you're you're chayev. But it's obvious anyway. You're right. Improper cover means it wasn't good enough for camels, and maybe camels do frequent this. But our question. If animal, if camels don't normally frequent it, but they ruined it, what would you say there? We have no proof to that. Economy, some say the whole question is different. Hanami vaday loy boilans. This certainly is no question to keep us to the parking. Since camels come from time to time, poshehu, you're definitely negligent. In other words, when you put in a cover, you were digging in the street. You know, today they have these manhole covers made out of metal and it's got support and all that. That's a proper cover. But if you're digging in the street and you don't put on a proper cover, you have to anticipate cars will come today. You have heavy tractor trucks and tractors will come. You got to anticipate the heaviest weight. Keep in mind, since they come from time to time, it's considered negligent if you didn't uh, put on a proper cover. Keep boil on our questions. This is the question. The question was not where uh, if animals, if camels do frequent it, even from time to time, you should have anticipated that you're done. Here's the question that was really raised. Keep boiling, hockey would be boiling. This is our question. You covered it with something can only that could only withstand oxen and not camels. And camels do come there. So you're definitely poshea. But it wasn't the camel that did it. Interesting question. You see, 
I did something I was negligent. I should have anticipated that, but that wasn't it. In other words, just to give you a, a silly example, um, I didn't lock the shul at night. You know, I, I asked the, the shamas to lock the shul. He didn't lock the shul at night. So he was negligent, right? But the burglars that came in broke through the windows and they cut the sorghum and they came in. Understand? So he was negligent, but it wasn't his negligence that caused the thing. They didn't, know, they didn't come through the door. They, they broke the window to come in. What would you say there? Is he responsible because he was negligent or not? That's the question. That's a good one. Deboiling. Deboiling. Kiso, Kisi. That's not a requirement. You know, there's no IQ requirement for that. For Deboiling. Kiso, Kisi, Shiochalam, You covered it with something that wasn't good enough for all animals, only for oxen. There are a lot of camels there. But it, but it, it rotted. The reason it broke is not because it, did, it, it didn't fall because uh, a camel came in there and the cover that you had wasn't good enough for camels, right? It wasn't good enough for camels, but that's not what, that's not what caused the problem. And, and, and the animal came there and he weakened it. No, the reason the shore fell in at the end of the day was because the thing rotted away. Did leave me talk about me and me do say since you were negligent when it comes to camels, because camels would have ruined it. Have a pashe not million plus. Are you pashe for that too? You're considered pashe. You, once you're negligent, you're negligent. We don't care if he broke in through the window or came in through the door. Either way, you're negligent. So because you're negligent for this, you're considered negligent entirely, and therefore you're chayev. Do you not say the concept of me? Since you're since you were considered negligent for this, you're considered negligent for that. Tashma. We bring a proof again from our Mishnah. The first part of the Mishnah. You covered it properly, and an animal fell in. Umais, and he died. Potter. How did he fall in? Okay, it rotted. That's what we say, and that's what you understand the Mishnah. But dummy, what what kind of cover did you have? If you had a proper cover that was fit even for heavy animals, and it rotted. She did the potter. Of course, your potter. You put on a proper cover. Over time, it rotted away. What should you have done? So, oh, very good. You should, more, right? What are you saying? You should have checked it from time to time. Okay, we'll see that. That's a good point. Good point. I see that, right? Because he said, I had a proper cover. It could have, it could have withstood elephants. It could have withstood heavy trucks, right? Uh, but it rotted over time. What should I have done? She it's obvious that your potter. What should you have done? Okay, we'll see. Must be our case. It was fit for the cover was fit for oxen and it wasn't fit for camels. and camels frequented there. But that's not why the shore fell in. It didn't shore shore didn't fall in because the camels weakened it. It fell in because they fell in because it rotted away. Tony Potter, you see Potter. I'm a lawman amigo. You don't say migo You don't say since he was poshever there. But the Gamal means if the animal, if camels came and weakened it and then the shore fell, and that would be negligent. But you don't say since he was negligent for that, he was negligent for that. So now there's in our case, the simple case that I gave, the shamas left the doors open, but the burglars came in through uh through the window, right? So you don't say he was negligent, but I was negligent, but it wasn't my negligence that caused the problem. I might be negligent in many things, but that wasn't the cause of the problem. You don't say that. It's more low love, you can't prove it from there. <clears throat> Maybe it's speaking about where the you had a proper cover, and still it rotted. You said, "Well, what should you have done? What's the mission teaching? Of course, you're potter. 
You should have gone from time to time and, and knocked on it with your foot. In other words, you should have checked it to see if it rots. Made out of wood, things are going to rot. Maybe I would think you're not responsible for that. You can't expect to check it every day. It rotted over time and you couldn't tell. It's what we call um, either, you know, even in metal, they have this. They've had cases where, uh, you know, helicopters, God forbid, uh, went down or something. And you say, well, it's all made out of metal and glass. Metal fatigue, they call that. That's a scientific, right? Metal fatigue. Well, wood also gets fatigued and decayed and rots away with time. And uh, you might think, okay, it happened. You know, it's still considered an accident. You're part of it. Yeah, it means worms. Yeah, yeah, worms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it means worm, but it really means decay. Yeah, worms are usually the thing that decays it. You know, it decays it with worms, but it could be any decay over time. Correct. Yeah. Tashma. So again, this question of migu, uh, you can't prove it from here that since you're negligent for this, uh, you're not negligent for that because that's your partner. Because maybe over here it's speaking about there's no negligence at all. Uh, you, there's no negligence at all. You say, if no negligence, what's the chiddush? It's just that you might think there is negligence because you should have checked it more frequently. Again, from the second case, if you didn't cover up properly enough, we'll talk with Shor HaMor. Shor HaMor fell in the amazing that Chayib if you didn't have a proper cover at all, of course you're chayv. Does he have to teach me that? Must be that it was fit. You had a proper cover for oxen, but not for camels. Okay. If gemalim are frequent, frequently there, obviously you're negligent. So of course you're chayv. And if it come, don't come. You're honest. So why should be chayv? Elav the shichik gemalim. The answer is that we're speaking of must be that animals do frequent that place. Camels frequent the place, the heavy animals. But still, it decayed, it rotted from within. Alma, so you say, since you're Poshea, you're Poshea, because animals do come there, right? And you and you should have anticipated that. But that's not what caused it. Because you say, so seek me your Chayab. Alma again, the truth is, it's not talking about a case, right? Really, it's talking about where you were poshea because you were like, well, you were simply poshea, but also gamalim, and the mom did come, baru, and they weakened it. Isn't it obvious? You poshea, you're negligent because you animal camels do frequent that place, and you didn't put on a cover that would that would withstand camels. So you're right, there's no chidish in the same, just like we said before. There's no that in the safer. If you were negligent in any way, you didn't cover it up properly, that would withstand camels, you're responsible for that. But our case, what's our case? You were negligent, let's say, for the door and it came in through the window. You were negligent, but that's not what caused it. Would that would you consider negligent or not? That we didn't prove yet. Tashma, Nafalatoho. Let's say an animal fell into your pit. Shor shot of a cotton. Now here, a shor of cotton. Rashi tells us Shor Shahu Khairish, right? In the Mishnah, we don't have a clear uh, understanding yet. Nafdach Shor Khairish of a cotton, Chayev, okay? But here we're talking about, here the, the Brysa says clearly a Shor of a a Shor which is a Khairish, not a Shor that belongs to a Khairish of a cotton. If a Shor belongs to a Khairish of a cotton, what difference does that make? Even if it's the Shor of a, of a regular person, you fell in your Chayev. Shor who is a Khairish, Shor is deaf and dumb, or a Shor which is a Shota. Like a, you know, like a wild shore. Huh? Yeah, you have a shore, right? Obviously, some shores are not, obviously, but cotton or suma, a shore which is blind. Yeah, he went to the optometrist and uh, they saw it. Umahalach balayla, 
or he was walking at night, even though he's an intelligent shore, as intelligent they could be. You're high in all those cases, right? A shore which is normal, and a normal shore can walk where he's going, can watch where he's going. Because he should have checked it. Why do you say you're potter? Since you're a poshea, when you dig a pit and a shore which is not bright or deaf or whatever, or blind, you're a poshea for that animal because the animal can't see where he's going. So why don't you say, since you're negligent for that animal, you're also a for a bright animal, bright as he can be. You see, you don't see that. The answer to our question is we don't say migu. We don't. So in our case with the with the shul, if he left the door open, but the police determined that he came in through the, and we can always rely on the police to check it, uh, that he, he, he came in through the window, you're not responsible because he didn't come in through the door, right? Uh, why would he check the door? He would assume, you know, you say that the Ganef was uh, was stupid. Maybe he would just assume that the door is locked. Why, why bother checking the door? Which shul leaves the doors open at night? Nobody would do that, right? Which, you don't anticipate that. Which shul leaves the door open at night? We don't see So our question of, again, where you were negligent, you you should have anticipated animals would come in there, but it decayed instead or rotted the wood, rotted away or whatever, metal fatigue, whatever it was, uh, then you're not responsible for that. And even though you might say you might be responsible for metal fatigue, but you couldn't anticipate that all the time. Now we said that that takes care of the first part of the Mishnah, that you covered it up. Uh, we talked already about the, the first guy and the second guy. The first guy handed it over properly, but the second guy is, the second guy is responsible. But even though, even so, if they both found it open, Whoever found it open should take care of taking of uh, closing it. Then we said about um, if you covered it up properly, uh, then you're not responsible. Improperly, you are responsible. Then we said if you fall in headlong, let's say face down, the animal fell in face down, then you're high. Even though he didn't fall in because of the pit, he fell in because some somebody was digging there, made some noise, drilling, whatever, and the animal got frightened and fell in there. And the fetishes will see that you might say neither is responsible. It wasn't the pit that caused him to fall in there. It was the, he was frightened. He was uh, frightened and he fell in. And the guy who did the frightening is only a grumma. So maybe they're both potter. Still the bala, the bala bore is chayv. That's what the Mishnah said. Backwards, if he fell backwards, you're potter. Now, what do we mean by that? So the Gemara is like this. Rav says, remember, Rav is the one who said that what's the chiyah for bore? It's not for the, the blow of the animal falling against the ground. The ground belongs to the public, right? If it's in Rosh Hashanah, um, the ground belongs to the public. He's responsible, he's chiyah for, um, for suffocating the animal. Um, it, that's Rav Shita. That's what the bore is chiyah on. So he says, listen, Lafana means he fell in to the pit head, head first. Lahar uh, means he fell into the pit backwards, the zeva zeva bore, but they're both speaking about where he fell into the pit. Rav goes according to his word. When the Torah says you're chayef for a bore, if you dig a bore, you're chayef for suffocating, but not for the chabot, not for the blow itself. Not that we hold like Rav, but this is Rav Shita. Rashi says, Why you potter fell backwards? See, when he fell in head first, we're assuming that he was suffocated, suffocated as he fell in. That's why you're high. But if he fell in backwards, fell in backwards, the animal 
fell backwards and he got hurt by the by the board, by the he fell into the bed, he broke his back or smashed his head, and you're not high for that. That's why the mission says the nafalafana means uh he's you're high if he fell backwards, you're potter. Why are you potter? Because when he fell backwards, he didn't fall from he didn't get die from suffocation, he died from from uh from a from a physical broken. wound, from a broken neck, let's say, right. That's how Rob learns the Mishnah. That forward means fell into the pit forward. Backwards means fell backwards into the pit, so he didn't die from suffocation. He died from, like you say, a broken neck. Ushmul says no. Shmuel's like we push shot in the Mishnah. If he fell into the pit, makes no difference if he fell in head first, like headlong, or backwards. Either way, you're chayiv. Why? Shmuel, Shmuel goes according to this reason that we had the other day. If he fell in and he suffocated, he's your chayiv for killing the animal. And your chayiv if he fell in from the blow, from striking the uh, edge the edge or the bottom of the pit. Either way, you're chayiv. If he fell into the pit, you're chayiv either way. Again, how is he chayiv? He didn't fall in because he tripped into the pit. You know, he left the pit there, un, you know, exposed. And the animal didn't see it. It was, let's say, at night, or he was blind, or whatever, and he fell in there. That wasn't it. What caused him to fall in the pit was the uh, the digging, that the sound of the digging that frightened him. That's the chiddush, as we'll see later on in this doc, right? But uh, but Shmuel's point is, is that if he fell into the pit, no matter how he fell in, you're What's the case where he fell backwards from the noise of the digging that he's potter could go the niskel babor v'nafalachoriyabor chutzlabor? What happened was this. Animals walking near a pit. All of a sudden, somebody started drilling or digging and making a lot of noise. The animal f- got frightened, and he tripped on the bore, on the edge of the bore, let's say, and he fell backwards outside of the bore. He didn't fall into the bore at all. He just fell outside of the bore. So the bala bore is not really, he didn't fall into the bore. And the guy who caused the uh, damage, who made the noise, that's only a grandma. So your putter, so the bala bore is poor. That's what he's saying. Shmuel says, if he fell into the pit. Where he learns the mission could go in the nisko babor. He tripped on the on the edge of the bore. He fell behind the bore. Outside of the bore. He didn't fall backwards into the bore. He fell backwards outside of the bore. That's how Shmuel learns. Ace faith. So we have a kasha now. The bore, oh, we have a bryce which says, if he fell into the pit, whether he fell Frontwards or backwards, you're chayev. Tufta to Rav's kashan Rav, right? Rav says if he fell backwards into the pit, you're potter because he didn't fall because of the suffocation. So how does Rav gonna understand this brisa? Because he said the brisa says clearly, but bore, Our mission just says if you fell, there was a noise, and he fell frontwards, you're chayev. Backwards, you're potter. So what does backwards mean? Backwards into the pit or backwards outside of the pit? Shmuel says it's outside of the pit. Rav says backwards means fell backwards into the pit. You're putter there because he didn't die from suffocation. He didn't die from suffocation. He died from, from a neck wound or from a blow. But here the Bryce says, in the Rab. So several answers to answer Rab. Here we're talking about the boar was in his Rishus. It wasn't a boar Rishus Rab. When Rab says that because the Chavto belongs to Rishus Rab. Second line of Rashi says, Second, second line from the top of the page. We'll learn the whole Rashi from the top of the page. Because that was a borah of Apilochi, Ashmina, the potter, all below Mehavlames, El Mechabata, 
the Karka Olam, the Bevishas Ramazik, the ground damage of the people, it was a public uh, thoroughfare, the public pit is what hurt him. Oh, but over here, you know why you're Chayev? Even if he, fell, if he fell into the pit, even backwards, says the Brisa, because it's speaking about where the pit was in a private property. So the the uh, the owner of the animal could say, and we're talking about the pit. The pit was in private property, but the guy had just to walk there. Obviously, the area around it was public, or he had he had made it public, or it was public. He fell into a pit in the Yachid, where the owner of the shore could tell the owner of the pit, Manavshach, If he died from suffocation, it's your it's your it's your uh, uh, place. It's your pit that has no uh, no proper ventilation. And if he died because of a blow. It's your ground. It's your pit. It's not a public pit. So Rav is moda. Even though we have this big machlokes when Rav and Shmuel can die from the blow, that's only the blow was in Rishus Rav. The pit belonged to the public. So it's like falling on the sidewalk. You know, the government doesn't hold you responsible. Government's not responsible. If you fell on a sidewalk. If you fell on the public street. You're not responsible. Government's not responsible here too. You're not responsible from the blow. You're 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 only responsible because you put in this area with no ventilation. You. If it was a regular street, there'd be ventilation, but you dug the pit, you're high for the lack of ventilation. So that's what he means. If he fell into a, a pit in private property, right? so uh, it's either your my animal died either from suffocation or from the blow. Either way, it's your responsibility. You made the, you created this area, uh, this non-oxygenation you know, area, no, no ventilation. And also, you created the uh, the uh, area, the the pit that would cause the blow. Rab Omar Here's what happened. The reason you're high over there is, he says, you, even though Rab says you're only you're you're uh, if you fell into the pit backwards, you should be potter. That's if you fell in backwards straight. But over here, Masapach Here it happened was the animal fell in first frontwards. When he fell in first frontwards, he immediately he, he immediately suffered. He was suffocating there because there was no air as he fell in. But Masapach and then. He turned over, but not like he fell on his back. The havla, the haniba, haniba. Once he started, once he started losing oxygen, he lost the oxygen. Like you said, what's the case over there in the silo that you sent me? That what, what's it called? Silo, silo fillers disease. Silo fillers disease, where where the the uh, nitrous oxide so it, it displaces the oxygen. There's no oxygen there. So once he fell in, and as he started dying already from lack of oxygen, and then he turned over. That's what he means over here. A little bit of a dog cancer. Look at the bracha. What was Akasha? But Rav said that they both, both cases, they fell into the bore. If he fell into the bore headlong or front ways, then it's suffocation. You're chayev. If he fell in backwards, okay, then he fell because of the blow. He's potter. Okay. So how does the bracha say if he fell into the bore, whether it's frontwards or backwards, he's chayev? We're not talking about the bala bore being chayev to the bala shore for killing the shore. No. He's talking about the other. He says Chayiv. It doesn't say who's Chayiv. He says We're talking about where the Chayiv um, Borbashor Askinan. We're talking about where the Chayiv Borbashor Askinan, meaning the damage uh, done to the bore by the shore. Niske Bor Borbashor Askinan. Mind you, what does that mean? How did the shore damage the bore? Shehivishes The bore was had a, had water inside. It was like a well, and he kept water in there, and the animal fell in there and. Fouled up the the water. The lotion of fun. Lotion doesn't mean it's how the animal fell in. The animal is high. The owner of the shore is high for damaging the water. Rashi says over here in the narrow lines. Again, if it's in the Rishos uh, you know the 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 
the owner of the shore could say, well, well what's your board doing there? You know, here it's being the shore went into the Chatzor Valvai, Shalobashus, Lohefkevaloshus. In other words, this uh, guy had a private, uh, uh, let's say, a pool. He had a pool of water. He had a small pool. He had a mikveh or a pool or something in his own yard. Nobody had permission to come in there. The shore went in there, right? Lohefkevaloshus, he didn't. He wasn't the owner of the uh, chutzpah, and that was not mafka, neither as vicious nor as bore. And the animal fell in there and ruined the water. That's what it means chayev. Again, eisvei bore bore bein lefana bein lachav chayev. We don't care how the animal fell in there; he ruined it, and therefore you're chayev. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about where the bal habor is chayev to pay the bal shor. The other way around, the bal shor has to pay the bal habor. Yeah, if he died, that's his problem. That's again, it's your problem. You know, you shouldn't have let him in there. It's again, you're not. You're not if the animal died in myrushus. You're, you're part of the. If I if I I can I'm entitled to dig a bore. I'm doing construction. I'm doing. I got a big pit in my yard. Nobody has permission to come in there. Anybody comes in there and falls, it's not my fault. If the shore fell and died, there's not fault. But up here, there's not only did the shore. I'm not responsible for the shore, but the shore ruined the water. That's what he's high for. Tani Rav Hananya Lucille Rav. Even though Rav seems the the strange sheet that we call like Shmuel, but uh, Rav, we have a brisa bringing a proof to Rav. It says Venafal. It says, what, what does the Pasik say? It says, well, say you fall. How do you normally fall? You fall frontwards. Right? If you fell frontwards into the pit, we call it Both of them where you fell into the bore. Why? Because if you fell backwards, it wasn't through suffocation that the animal was killed, it was rather through the blow. And therefore, and therefore, uh, you are putter according to according to Rabbi, even if you fell into the pit. However, Shmuel holds if you fell into the pit, no matter how you fell in, you're Chayev. The owner of the boar is Chayev to pay for the shore because Shmuel holds that no matter how the animal died, whether it's through suffocation or through the blow, either way, the owner of the boar is Chayev to pay. All right, we'll pick it up from here tomorrow. Omar Mar, Nafalafan, because we're going to analyze this thing when he fell in. Why you Chayev? Why you Chayev? Or nobody uh, caused a, the 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 he's mentioned before the guy who made the noise he's only it's an indirect damage it's a grama and the animal didn't fall in because I dug a pit the animal fell in because this guy made the noise so why aren't they both potter that we'll see him at Hashem tomorrow have a good day everybody shavuot tov shavuot tov shkayach shavuot tov